welcome to the Best Friends Fancast. I am not your usual host. My name is Raphael, the ultra-fan Lil Rafi. I have many names. This is only temporary. Lisa's on vacation. She will be back next week. But in the meantime, she handed things over to me. And uh, hopefully it's not a disappointment to make sure it's not. I have invited some great guests. First of all, we have writer for Country Universe and top commenter Leanne Ward. Hello. Hi, Leanne. How are you? Great. How are you? I've been better. (laughs) (laughs) And making her triumphant return to the Best Friends fan cast. Well, I guess that's your first appearance on the Best Friends fan cast, but it's the number one mom. (laughs) Also, one of the hosts of the Hey Mama podcast, Laura Broder. Hello. Yeah, I guess I'm about to be uh, displaced as the number one mom. I mean, I guess I already was by Jenna, but... (laughs) Now Allison will be the number one mom. That's, I, I would like to argue with, to make you feel better, but I think that's true. No, yeah. <laughs> She'll definitely outmom me with twins. Twins Trump, yeah. 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 Well, you know, it's funny you mention that. When I, I haven't listened to all of the Hey Mama podcasts, but I've listened to a few, and it really gives me an insight into parenthood that... I think I think it'd be great for Allison to listen to it, but for me, it's just a reminder that this is not something I'm ready for, <laughs> and it's it's genuinely scary to hear your podcast sometimes. I'm like, I don't know how you do it. A little weekly dose of birth control. Exactly. <laughs> so I think we should uh, just get right into it. Um, we're going to be talking about the June 20th episode of Alison Rosen is Your New Best Friend featuring Throwing Shades, Aaron Gibson and Brian Safi, and also the Thursday, uh, the 23rd episode, the Blackout episode recorded by Candlelight. <laughs> so uh, first of all, do you guys listen to Throwing Shade? Um, I've listened to the one, a couple, the one with... Uh... Ross Matthews and one and the one with Allison, but I haven't listened to any more. I don't think. I tried to listen to the one with Allison, and I <clears throat> and I didn't get very far. And I was actually quite enjoyed them on her show, so I might have to yeah. kind of give it another listen. That's kind of the way. To be honest, it was with me. I thought they were really funny and had a great um, chemistry with Allison. But on her show, but on their show, I didn't quite connect. I'm just being, you know, real here. Um, even like with Ross Matthew or or Allison, I was like, eh. it took a while to get to them. And maybe it was because I was there for the guests. And I like it when guests just come right in. <laughs> right. On that podcast, I think they talked for like an hour before. Yeah. Like an hour before Allison came on. But yes. Um. I think on like on the surface, I would think this is not a podcast I would listen to. But even when Allison wasn't on, I found myself laughing at quite a few things. So, I mean, I don't know if I'll, I'll listen to it. Just I don't have enough time for podcasts right now. But I think it was actually pretty good, even without Allison. But Allison was great on there. I think w- once I get used once I get used to a podcast, unless I connect right away, then I I'll get it. Even if I go back and listen to one I didn't like originally. Once I get used to them, then it seems different. But sometimes a new podcast, I'm like, eh, I don't know. But yeah, I thought they were really sense. engaging. And I enjoyed 
I enjoyed yeah. them. And I there it's a maximum yeah. fun show, right? I feel like I've heard it plugged on other Max Fun. Are they? Um, oh, I'm like way into um the McElroy's podcast now for Maximum Fun Fun. I like just got into their... it. It's funny that you because, Oh, because he was show. on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Sawbones and um and Still Buffering and My Brother, My Brother and Me. Those are so fun. Yeah, I've really but, been enjoying um, my brother and, and of my course, brother and me. Yeah, and it's I said it already, but it's amazing that they all record from different places because it doesn't sound like it. Yeah, it is like amazing. it will on this. <laughs> <laughs> well, but they, as we were discussing pre-podcast, they must all yes. locally record themselves and then someone mashes it together. Wow, that's a lot of work. Yeah, I would think that's so, the way you do your podcast. So, yeah. yeah. So uh, what did you guys think of this episode? It started with a uh, talk of a possibly Romanian woman who needed eggplant for medicine. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, an odd story. Yeah, I mean, um, it sounded like the main problem there was that English wasn't her first language and she wasn't doing a very good job of saying like, hi, I need help. Can you help me? <laughs> you know? Right. I, I think maybe I'm just a horrible person, but if someone approached me when I was just walking down the street, I would, I'm not trying to hear it. Like, I, I don't want to know what you need. I'm not trying to help people. Oh, I, yeah. I, I live in the New York metropolitan well. area. We do not talk to our neighbors. <laughs> Heck no. Yeah, you, don't, you don't do eye contact. No. No. I no. think when people approach me on the street, it does make me a little nervous. Like, what do they want? Yeah. Even it always, in it always feels like they're just going to ask you for money or, ask, or you a weird question. ask you to go to a weird market for eggplant. Like <laughs> what's, there's no plus side to this. So she shouldn't feel bad that she didn't help. I mean, if it was really an emergency, I mean, that lady could call 911, you know, sure. Eggplant right. medicine I is not the most important thing. I really didn't think she should feel bad either. Cause it was just convoluted. And I, I guess to the woman, the eggplant was an emergency, but it really wasn't. Obviously, we know that it's not medicine, so. <laughs> I mean, unless she knows something we don't about eggplant, in which case. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll listen to Sawbones and find out. You know what? Know. You know what this reminded me of is, you know, in, in other cultures, it's not so weird to do more holistic kind of medicine. I'm trying to think, how do I describe this? So if if you have a child in Spanish, they call it um, ojo, which means eye, like your eye. Mm -hmm. If you like laugh at a child, you give him ojo, and that's not good, apparently. And to get rid of it, this lady like waves an egg around the child. D have you guys heard of no? Any so to get rid of ojo, you need an ojo. Is it? <laughs> it's a huevo. A huevo. Oh. It's not crazy that this lady wanted to make medicine from eggplant to me, but then again, it it's, I don't know. I'm really stuck on this thing. It's not necessary. That's interesting that in Spanish culture, it's ojo, which means eye, because I don't like, there's several cultures that have the concept of like the evil eye and like somebody, you, know, you need to ward off having the evil eye upon you. I think that's what it is. Like when you're laughing at the kid, you're like kind of giving them an evil eye or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, no, it's not like the most outrageous thing. I mean, uh, luckily she wasn't asking Allison to go get her like a chicken that she could kill to get the blood or something like that. Right. 
She probably would have been very interested to know that Allison was pregnant because I'm sure there's some sort of luck she could have. Maybe if Allison went and laid her hands on her friend, it would have healed her. Yeah, it was just a weird way that the interaction even started. Like, can you bring your dog to the market? You know, that kind of thing. So I, I'm sure that threw things off, too. Yeah. I'm sure Allison would have helped if she thought she could or thought that it wouldn't be super weird. <laughs> And plus, she had a podcast to record. So, you know, think, first things first, people. So my notes are like kind of scatterbrained. So the next thing I wrote was strawberry, a gay flavor. Uh, Brian said that his dad or something that or his parents wouldn't let him get like a oh, strawberry. Right. Cake. Yeah, they were all confused about it. And I was listening and I was like, yeah, because it's pink. That's what they were reacting to. Not the flavor, but that the, he wanted a pink cake is what they were like. They were like, oh, you can't have a pink cake. You're a boy. <laughs> Which I'm not Good saying point. that that's a valid reason, but I'm just saying that's what they were reacting to. I think I think that whole story was interesting because a lot of times nowadays we don't hear stories so extreme i mean i know it happens all the time but i don't usually i hear uh a child comes out or you know an adult child or a child comes out the parents are have a little hard time with it but then they come around it's weird that they didn't you know this one was a little bit more extreme as far as they didn't talk for two years like one of my sisters is gay and that was very difficult for my parents um particularly my mother at first but she you know within days made sure my sister knew that, you know, that she loved her. And even if she didn't quite agree, then blah, blah, blah. And then now she's supporting my sister's engagement to, you know, her partner. So, I mean, that's what I'm used to. And my parents are pretty conservative. So it was just kind of like, huh, but I know it happened. So it was just, it was just interesting to hear that, you know, it was realistic story again. It was interesting, and especially too, because I feel like if it's usually here, like opposite sides of the spectrum. So you hear people that like are estranged from their parents and don't speak anymore, or you hear a story like yours where they've come around and things are fine. Mm-hmm. And his is sort of yeah. somewhere in the middle where it's like he still has a relationship with them, but yet when he goes home and visits, his partner doesn't come with him. They sort of have right. found this kind of like amicable <laughs> middle ground where it's probably just not spoken of, it sounded like. That's what it um, sounded like, yeah. Yeah, which is, I mean, on the one hand, it's kind of sad, but on the other hand, yeah, I mean, as you said, it is a reality. It's probably a reality for a lot of people. And I think even he said that people have come up to him and thanked him for sharing his story because I think you end up hearing either end of the spectrum and there probably are a lot of people caught in kind of a middle, like everyone's very polite, but not necessarily going very deep in terms of emotional conversations with each other kind of situation. There was like a Twitter thing last year when people, people were like, let's some um, fans were trying to were thinking about barraging her with the question of what do you think of gay people? And I kind of weighed in and was like, you know, and they're like, we won't be upset with her if she doesn't like them or whatever, or doesn't approve of gay marriage or whatever. But, but I was just like, well, I don't know what her answer would be, but it just kind of made me nervous that it could set her up for failure unless you really needed to know why go there. Because Um, wait, the party line is against right right my church is the church's stance on it right yes yes but i have my individual thoughts and i don't know about jenna's but i can just speak for me right that i don't believe 
that um, being gay is a choice. And I believe that ultimately God wouldn't put that challenge on somebody and then punish them for needing to live. So, you know, needing to live that lifestyle. So ultimately, I believe, I guess, and, and I hope it doesn't sound like too much of a cop out, but ultimately, I believe that God knows, you know, that people are gay. He's not just saying, oh, I'm going to you're going to be gay. Deal with it. Don't do anything about it. I think he'll understand because I believe he's fair and, you know, kind. So, well, and it's also my understanding his job to judge, not ours. Right, exactly. <laughs> and that's what I think. And like and that's between God and them. But I, but I, but I do think further than that. That used to be my stance, and then I'd stop there. But then I think beyond that now. I'm like, come on, God's not going to put that on someone and then be like, oh, it's all your fault that you, you know, that you live that lifestyle. I don't think so. So I don't think they're going to be punished for being gay. I don't, you know, know everything about it, of course, but right. that's just my stance, but I'm a liberal Mormon. So sure. Well, <laughs> but I mean, Jenna, she lived in New York. She worked at the daily show. She lives in LA. Exactly. She works in comedy. I mean, that's if I had to guess her stance, it would probably be very similar to yours. Like, that's I mean, what I'm guessing. I can't imagine she could live her life the way that she does and have a, there's no very... way she didn't have gay friends exactly. and, you know, well, yeah, there's just no way. So that's how I feel too. I don't feel like I need to know how she feels about it, but um, I, but I think that that's probably how, at least close, right. you know. And I don't know about Al as much. He does seem more conservative than her, actually, to me. And I don't know. I don't even have any proof of that. It's just my impression. Um, right. Maybe because but... he never went to NYU. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's and my he impression. Comes from a him. more traditional family i mean she's had difficult you know family situations too so yeah i've often wondered about her parents divorce when it comes up because just that's not a typical thing you hear about in mormon families yeah like she said it happens more than you know it used to but um and divorce isn't the taboo thing that it is like i mean i don't want to speak out of turn so um sure but like it i think that it is in a catholic religion I mean, they would like you not to get divorced, but it's not going to get you in trouble if you are. Right. Um, whereas I, I believe Catholics, that is kind of a no-no. Yeah. I mean, if you're a, if you're strict about it, yes. Vatican yeah, yeah. II Catholics should not be getting divorced. That actually is a good way to get back into the podcast. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. Now, no, it's totally fine. Um, Aaron was saying that how hard it is to get divorced, even when, you know, everything's both sides are on board yeah yeah how frustrating is that i I wanted usually allison asks the questions that i'm thinking but i kind of wish that she had gotten more into um i believe brian how was it or maybe it was the other way around that she was friends with brian's ex i know i wondered about that more about that yeah they almost went there but then they didn't and i'm like oh well, and it sounded like when she was they first, still are, maybe. yeah, because it sounded like when she was first getting divorced, she, I think they said she slept on his couch and it was yeah. his couch that he shared with his ex-boyfriend, I think, based on the timing they were saying. And hmm. yeah, yeah, definitely was yeah. curious about that. But you know, that was just us wanting to know more about the drama. <laughs> yeah, we want the, all the drama. <laughs> I don't want drama in my life. I just want to hear about it. You know, people I don't know. 
<laughs> but yeah, it was a reminder, kids, do not get married unless you are pretty darn sure you are in it for the long haul. If if for no other reason than getting divorced is the pain and the tush. And you know how you talked about, um, you know, uh, Laura, you mentioned you were wondering about Jenna's parents' divorce. I think I feel like she spoke to that a little bit um, on today's episode. I want to say last night's episode because I listened to it last night. But um, when she was talking about how how scared she was about getting pregnant and that that Al would check out of the uh, out of the marriage and out yeah. of yeah. Thing because she acted, she was kind of. It seemed like she was referring to the fact that that has happened in her life. Like she's seen that happen in her family. So I'm guessing that might have happened with her dad. But I'm I don't want to you know say for sure. But it just kind of seemed like she was kind of saying that. Yeah, she. I think she said it without saying it explicitly. Um, Yeah, and yeah, that was a very interesting. She talked about it on her. She talked about it on Sorry Not Sorry as well. I remember. I think more in detail here on on Allison's show, though. So that was interesting. I mean, I was kind of happy. I know, Rafi, we're switching episodes for a second. But yeah, they talked about this on the Thursday show because someone wrote in asking about, you know, how do you know when you're ready to have kids? And they, you know, Allison and Jenna both talked about it at length. And I thought Jenna's perspective was a really good one because I, I think that's probably a fear of a lot of people, whether it's an explicit fear or just one they can't really name. Because I think a lot of people, especially, you know, 20, 30 years ago, grew up in a family where it was modeled for them that children meant the mom did 95% of the work. And it is hard work, as Rafi mentioned at the beginning of the show. (laughs) And so as a woman, you can stare down the barrel of parenthood going, shit, am I ready to like do this by myself, basically? Um, And for her to really be able to put words to that, like good for her. Throwing Shade is going to be a TV show. Oh, yeah. Which I think is kind of becoming a trend now. There's another podcast I listen to called It's the Real. And they are now on an app called Full Screen where they're videoed. And they also do, um, uh, what are the two girls? Allie Ward and Georgia Hardstock. Yeah, Slumber Party. The Slumber Party is also on there. Yeah. And there yeah. are, I think, one or two more. I know how I feel, but I think a video version of uh, Allison's podcast would be great like if you guys watch the rogan episode sorry leanne i know uh, <laughs> that's fine it was three hours of me getting to stare at allison you know <laughs> so i was loving it i was watching it at work and i love that he records it and puts it out as a podcast for you know whoever wants to watch it on youtube can and i wish that she would do that yeah there's a few podcasts that do that there's a podcast called when the kids go to sleep that um Shay Carl of the Shaytards on YouTube puts out and there's a few YouTubers that do that and it is an interesting it's like you can either watch it or you can listen to it and they both kind of give you different perspectives on it but um, do we know is Al is the thing that Allison and Greg have been working on together is it like a very similar concept to her podcast or is it different I don't know I, I think the the kind of the feel that I get and I know other people have said it's like this, is uh, Mark Maron's show on IFC is probably kind of similar to what her show is going to be, where it's like loosely based on her life, but it would be a scripted TV show. Oh, you think it's scripted. That's interesting. I guess I I hadn't considered that. I wonder, because then did they have writers? Because they didn't talk about writers, did they? 
for the show. Right. I don't know. They haven't said much. So, right. I mean, and yeah. I, and there was one either on Snapchat or, a, go ahead. But there was only like two days of shooting. So I feel like if it was scripted, it might be, I don't know. But how would they shoot without script? I, well, because uh, Greg was on there. Greg, um, forget his name suddenly. You mean Doug Benson? Oh, was it Doug? Yeah, you're right. It was Doug, Doug yeah. Yep, yep. So I don't know. Because yeah, either, either on Instagram or Snapchat, she had like pictures with her and Doug in like a fake recording studio. It was Doug's. So I think the reason that they only filmed for two days is because they're not filming a full episode. They're just filming oh. a presentation. Mm. So oh, okay. It's probably oh, right, like right, a right. sizzle reel of like maybe 10 minutes or so. Right. But it sounded pretty, uh, le- you know, kind of legit. Like they had craft services. They had, you know, all these different people. And <laughs> Yeah, and actually, all, so. I just re-listened to an old episode because I am constantly doing that, but I'm actually, I call it doing research now. But, uh, <laughs> Greg was talking about how he was asking his wife how much money they could use of their own for this pilot presentation. Oh, yeah. He's like, I was thinking like 10 grand, and she says, two. You can have two dollars. And, uh, and so yeah. I was thinking 10 grand out of his own pocket for That's this show. That's crazy. Oh, this is a total sidebar, but I've begun using the budgeting software that Greg and Why his not? wife yeah. are using. <laughs> well, actually, I, wonder if I they think still it's are. your husband. He's I've seen it on his uh, Twitter, I think. Yeah, my husband, Tim, has been tweeting about it a bit. Yeah, we decided we kind of wanted to get a little more serious about budgeting for a variety of reasons that include parenthood. And so, you know, we had used Mint for a while and didn't really like it. And then I was like, Craig's been talking about this thing. So I went and looked it up and like looked into it. It's really cool. I'm actually liking it. So I, I think it's funny, though. And I can just from what I can glean about Greg's personality, I get why he doesn't like it. I think it's sort of hilarious. <laughs> to think of him using the app every time he goes to the grocery store to buy wine. <laughs> do you have yeah, any burritos? Do you have any uh categories like fun money? Like Yeah, like- we well we both we did this before we started using it. We both get a quote unquote allowance and like we call it that, which is kind of funny. <laughs> so That's we have like we allowance Laura, allowance Tim and we like give each like we give ourselves sixty dollars a week to just like do whatever we want with. Yeah, we do the same thing and so we don't have to answer to the other person. And that's not gift money, though, for each other, no. actually. No, we have we, gift categories. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but it's allowance. And if one person takes an amount of money, then the other person gets to take that same amount, um, you know, outside the allowance. Because I know other couples where that's just not the case, and it's kind of weird to us. Like, oh, he just bought a big TV, but now now she can't buy anything because he just bought a big TV without her knowing it. <laughs> oh yeah, no, we tried it. Yeah, no, no that's we tried not to be okay. Fair. Well, we also wouldn't make big purchases like that without discussing right. it first. I know. <laughs> Neither would we. But Marriage anyway. advice from Laura and Leanne. This is let's how you do don't our, have let's to do get our divorced. Own podcast, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talk about um, stuff. But yeah, the idea of the idea of like Greg having to create a like Allison's um, Allison's presentation thing in his wine <laughs> app, <laughs> and then wanting to try to slowly save up ten thousand dollars. That's very funny. Well, With this fun money <laughs> on the on that episode I was listening to, he was also talking about how alcohol is groceries to him. He says that's not a separate thing. <laughs> that doesn't his, surprise me. His wife does not agree, but he's like it, it's groceries. I'm with his wife on that, yeah, but I'm that's with his wife. my own bias. <laughs> I mean, Tim and I, we don't really buy alcohol. Like, alcohol would come out of our allowance. Like, you know, I went out last right. weekend with my friends, and I got a drink sure. at dinner, and that was in my allowance. That's what I would think, too. Yeah. Um, his, <laughs> Although my husband's 
I always joke that my husband he always needs caffeine. I'm like, we need to take that. We need to take that out of the medical budget. I think at this point, <laughs> <laughs> he drinks it so much and he can't function without it. And I'm not talking about coffee. He's not a coffee drinker, but like caffeinated soda. He can't function until he has that. Oh, that is he a diet coker like Jenna or something else? Not necessarily just Coke. He doesn't like Pepsi, but he'll drink Dr Pepper, Diet Coke Zero. Caffeine. Yeah. But yeah, Rafi, I mean, I agree that it's great news for podcasts to be getting TV shows because I believe that a rising tide lifts all boats. So the fact that, you know, the uh, Throwing Shade guys are getting a TV show is just good news for any podcaster that wants a TV show. Yeah. And also they're going to be going on tour again, which people have been saying, you know, Allison should do. I would love if he toured. I mean, I saw her with the Adam Carolla show when they came to New York like a while back. Two things. Um, I was shocked, shocked to learn that Allison used to knit. Oh, yeah. I was kind of surprised, too, because I, like, I knit. What? And I was she like, oh. Like a knitter. Yeah. She, she does not seem like a knitter. Um, and then the other thing was that she, that was in a way, her the first time she announced that she was pregnant. Right. I mean, yes. we just heard it, but that she had told them before that Thursday show where she told us, I think it was just like pretty close together. Yeah, I think she knew that it would drop after she made the announcement. Yeah. So she was yeah. comfortable saying it. Yeah, because she said she was just waiting on the blood test or something. Yeah, and they had just got it. Yeah, that's what it was. So, um, so that was kind of an interesting uh time whatever hop and it's always i will say this as a person who has been pregnant it's kind of interesting sharing that news with like people you're not super close to because i feel like they had the reaction you it's just like oh like, oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it was a, but i wonder if they felt a little awkward because they're both like nope we don't want kids basically yeah, exactly <laughs> so not exactly the right crowd maybe to, i mean even if you don't want kids though i think you're happy for but th- sh- they probably had no idea how much of a thing this was oh of course know? yeah they had no context for it and you know i think she was like oh i wasn't gonna say this but da, 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 da. like what there's no real great reaction to it but i just like giggled right. a little bit because they were just like oh and at the time she didn't know it was twins right so oh, i think they would have had a much bigger reaction if they had if she had said it was twins <laughs> i was i was gonna ask you that laura because i i thought the same thing she doesn't really know them that well and i mean um I was thinking, but just for her, because of what she's been through, that she's just, like, excited and ready to tell everyone. So I was going to say, how was it with you? Like, were you like, by the way, I'm pregnant. Like, you just try to slip it in a convo or... Yeah, basically. The the most awkward was when I got pregnant, I was on a new project at work. I'm a consultant, so I switch projects sometimes. And... So by the time I was, you know, 12, 13, 14 weeks along, I'd only been on this project for that amount of time. And I didn't really know the people on the project very well. And I mean, my only interactions with them are like in meetings and stuff. And so there was no like good opportunity. I'm not going to start a meeting and be like, hi, everyone. Thanks for joining this morning. By the way, I'm pregnant. So I just didn't say anything forever until I was like obviously showing. And then one day in a meeting, I was just talking about this with a friend of mine, finally, because nobody ever wants to ask a woman if they're pregnant. Right. They shouldn't. Rightfully so. They (laughs) definitely shouldn't. But it was like becoming so obvious. So finally, this like older woman who's a little bit of a loud mouth anyway, like just turned to me and was like, so when do you do? (laughs) And I felt like the whole 
whole room like audibly sighed that like finally <laughs> we're talking about the fact that Laura is obviously pregnant. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, I mean, with people you know, you can just kind of slip it into conversation. But, oh yeah, by the way, I'm pregnant. But um, yeah, it's the the reactions are always varied. You know, from people who are like super du- duper excited to like you know some of my husband's friends that are still like single dudes living in <sighs> Manhattan who are just like oh cool. Did you see right. the game last night? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, dude, why'd you forsake us yeah. and get pregnant? <laughs> Am I mistaken or did the show art change in my podcast player? It did change, people were saying. Yeah, right? she changed it at this episode. I feel like maybe the like a couple she ago. Said she, she was just trying it out because somebody yeah. asked her about it. She's like, she was just trying it out. But that's all I can say about it because I... Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like it. It's the logo that's on the shirt. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. People and, said it was more colorful or something. Yeah. And I, I like it. It's a good look and it's nice to change it up every now and then. I'm yeah, I was like impressed it. with myself that I noticed as I was like scanning down because I was like, wait a second. That looks different. <laughs> hey, it worked then, I guess. It yeah. Caught you yeah. People saw it. Caught my attention. So yeah, the Thursday episode, I mean, it was interesting in that they were in the dark. There was a blackout in Allison's apartment. It sounded like it happened right before the podcast. And so yeah, she said a half hour before. Number one, how I guess everything was on a battery. I was like, so my brain was just yeah. immediately like, how are they even doing this? They did say it was battery. Uh, Jeff, somebody tweeted and then Allison also said on Facebook that it was battery powered. Um and I just want to say really quick that I thought really if it wasn't for the blackout that this episode should have been called Two Months, Two Heartbeats. Hmm. Because it was really – because I just – just something struck me when she said she was two months pregnant. I feel like I just felt some sort of relief. I mean I know she's not out of the woods yet, but two months sounds so much better than five weeks, like more solid. Right. Yeah, I feel like her pregnancy has been going really fast somehow. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> we may not feel that way. I know. I was like, really? Two months? But I just think it's the matter, the way how she said it. If she had just said eight weeks, it might not have quite as, quite as uh, impressive as two months yeah. for some reason. Hearing about her pregnancy is uh, always good. But for me, the most important part of the show was that they were recording by candlelight. And Your candles. Exactly. She used yes. two Allison oh. candles that I gave her. Fortunately, I gave her two. And yes. at two minutes and 45 seconds, she says, <laughs> ultra fan, Raphael. So it's now official. She knows. Oh, she, And yeah. what would they have done without your candles? Because those other candles were making her sick. Exactly. They wouldn't have been able to do this. I specifically buy the... It's because of you. So yeah. I'm, I'm just really excited I can hold this over Megan. Uh, until she <laughs> dies or becomes a better fan. <laughs> becomes a better fan. Oh, so man. the fact that she yeah. called you ultra fan, where did Does she pick she up listens? on that? So everyone, I think everyone knows because it's in my Twitter. Oh, by the way, she follows me on Twitter. What? She, yeah. It Bury happened, the lead. It happened the day <laughs> after I was on her show. And I didn't, I didn't even expect it. I didn't even think about it. But she follows a few fans. And I was just like... Jenna commented on one of my Instagram photos a few weeks ago, and I, like, died. That is so oh. big. And, and you guys, the Mindy Cohn thing that she's gonna, going to be on her show, mm-hmm. that's pretty exciting. I'm not even a Facts of Life person, but just I can just feel her excitement. But, I mean, Mindy tweeted that she was going to be on Allison's show. 
because Megan, in response to Megan kind of nudging her to do it, she's like, oh, we've already uh, set a date. Yeah, that's pretty I'm amazing. excited. Yeah. And then there's been a lot of support because when Mindy tweeted that, it was like 110 likes so far or fake likes on it. So, And Allison, I'm still learning Twitter. So I realize now maybe I you're ultra fan and I'm just creepy fan um, that I can just look. I, this is not new news, but to me it is that I can just look at her likes and see what she liked. Because usually I like to see that because a lot of times it's people tweeting her, telling her how great she is. And I like seeing that. You know, I was going to say you are always finding interactions with Allison that I would never look for. And I guess it's because you get her likes yeah. or just through her timeline. But Or her, re- her, um, her favorite, not her favorites, her replies her and tweets. Replies. I'll look at that too. Yeah. Right. You guys are such better fans than I am. <laughs> I do none of them. Well, drop, drop Corolla completely and then... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so another thing that I thought was really great about this episode was that because they had no drops, which actually doesn't Whoa. make sense because he dropped a drop right at the beginning. That was... It must be harder for him to find them, maybe. He just can't be as fast. Maybe well, it would have been too stressful. I mean, he was recording onto his laptop, and that's True. where his drop application is, so I didn't understand what the problem That is a good... I, I think... wondered about that. You know what? Maybe they didn't have headphones, and that's why they didn't. Because sometimes they were saying they couldn't hear. Like, yeah, yeah when they um, played the dog song at the end, they were making a comment that they couldn't hear hear it. it. Yeah. Okay, so that's what it was. That might have been. So yeah, maybe like not because that was what I was stuck on. I was like, not everything has a battery, like their mixer thing that they plug their headphones into. I feel like that thing doesn't have a battery. It probably doesn't. Maybe, but what if they didn't have? I'm surprised they had batteries that lasted that long. So they must. You must have been prepared. Because who carries batteries around these things if they're going to be plugged in anyway? I don't. Well, they probably already have to have batteries, like laptops, maybe. I don't know anything about that kind of. Recording. And it really does sound like Al's family are like doomsday preppers. Yeah, <laughs> they should be on the uh, McElroy brothers podcast about that. I know, I know, they should have them as guests. I was sad that Al had to leave with Samantha, but I can only imagine I was that relieved a cr- for him. Cranky sure hot he- baby is no good. I'm sure he jumped up to volunteer for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go. But I, Jenna's a hero because she could have just used that as an excuse. Like, we probably need to go. The baby's miserable. And, you know, what could they say, right? But she stayed. She actually, well, I don't want to put feelings on Jenna. But if it were me, I would have been, like, psyched to have some, like, baby free time with other adults. <laughs> but in 91 degree weather, I don't think I Yeah, that's true. I thought it was so funny that wasn't there a JMO about like I hate when people complain yes. about the heat and like all they did the whole podcast was right. complain well, about Well, I think the they heat. would understand. I think they would understand that. T- yeah, that was funny timing. That was uh, uh, Mallory and she did retweet that. Um, <laughs> she said, if it's so hot that it causes a blackout, that's fine. Right. To complain that's about. fine. Yeah, that's not what she and was talking she, about. Mallory wouldn't like me because I hate heat. I I felt lightheaded for real i tweeted that but i felt like just thinking about them doing that i mean i don't i would have been like okay we're gonna have to record a different day or it would have been a very short one with an intro later that i would have recorded to say i'm sorry this one's so short but we had a blackout we couldn't record (laughs) yeah i mean props to them for insane doing it i mean sticking it out yeah yeah yeah, I Over feel like there's hour. a lot of people that would have been like, look, we had technical difficulties, sorry, but Allison's a professional. Yeah, and she made all of them be one. <laughs> yeah. Did you get that she's kind of, in, you know, she seems very intense about her show, whereas other things I don't feel like she necessarily 
is in a way, but her show, that one, I think she has authority over her show. Interestingly. Do you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And I think either Daniel or Greg have like expressed that sentiment that like, she's kind of passive and a little more like go with the flow, you know, indecisive, you know, she talks about her struggles with being indecisive and whatnot. But when it comes to her show, none of that is true. And she's very decisive and very in control. Yes, which I think is great because it's just a whole other side of her, something she cares about a lot, which is good for us. Um, and I think it's, it's going to be um, – I think it means she'll be a great mom. Not that I have any doubt about that, but, like, <laughs> that sort of trait where, like, when you care about something and you feel a sense of ownership over it, you really, like, kick it into gear. Like, that's what people yeah. talk about. Like, if anybody ever is waffling about, like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to be a good mom, it's like, eh. It's like you kick it into this other gear when it's this, like, really important thing that you care about so, so, so much. And so, yeah, if she does that for her show, like, get ready for those babies. Oh, yeah. But back to those live drops. That's um, actually what I was about to say. Going back to those two. <laughs> that was about the so drop, funny. They that recreated them funny. and we hear them all the time. So I I was like, that's not how you say it. Greg said, four <laughs> avocados. That's a lot. I was like, that's not yeah. how you do it. And then Jenna added more pizzazz to her. I'm just a cat. So I noticed. But yeah, that was that was that was hilarious. I was, I was like, that's a great way to start that show. <laughs> And another thing about the blackout is that there was no AC, as we kind of mentioned that they were dying in there. So on previous shows, she's mentioned when the AC comes on, like, oh, can they hear that or something like that? I never hear it. Yeah, we never hear it. But in person, because I was at her. Oh, right. (laughs) um, When it kicked on, it literally sounded like there was a helicopter above her house. Like, it's super hot. So I'm shocked that you can't hear it on the show. Yeah. But well, I rarely really hear any of those noises that they're like, oh, there's that. I don't usually hear it. And you know what? Some people are really intense about that stuff. But I think her show has a good, you know, really good sound quality. So that just a random natural noise just doesn't bother me. But people eating on a podcast doesn't bother me either. And that seems to bother a lot of other people. So, yeah, she mentions that every time they do some sort of food thing. And I'm like, yeah, oh, it never really bothered me. Doesn't bother me. I actually kind of like to hear people eat on TV or on, I guess, podcasts. I don't know why. Not in real. I don't care about it in real life, but I actually kind of like it. That's a quirky thing about me, like hmm. on shows. And plus, I want to know what they're eating. Right. Seriously, I'll ask Bill, what are they eating? <laughs> Such an unimportant question. But Describe it for me. Yeah. So Maybe speaking of things we like and don't like on podcasts, what are your guys' thoughts on when they talk about reality TV? Oh, that's my next note. That's right. <laughs> Okay, I'll tell you. Sorry, Rafi, but I have opinions on this. Go for it. My opinion is if they never talked about reality shows again, I would be the happiest person, but I'll follow them wherever they go. <laughs> because I do not understand how, and this, and this is a controversial thing for me to say, how such smart, intelligent people can watch reality TV. I know so many who do, though, not just them. So many people that I just have a ton of respect for but then they watch and love reality TV. And I'm like, what? Because I have no use for it. I think I have. I literally just thought of this as you were describing it because I don't watch reality TV. I almost watch no TV, actually. But I, mean, I, either. I do watch uh, one show. Well, actually, not anymore. But for a while, I was watching um, on Bravo. It's a show called Million Dollar Listing. Oh, I love that show. I, I See, just... I don't mind shows like that as much. Well, it's... It's the reason I watch it is because it's just like house and apartment porn. Yeah. It's like just beautiful 
super expensive houses that I'll never afford. But when they start getting into like, you, I can't believe you cut me out of this deal. I'm like, oh, fast yeah. forward. I don't give mm-hmm. a shit. Oh, then you would but... hate Vanderpump Rules. It's literally right, Vanderpump Rules is million dollar listing Laura, without the. Huh? Oh, so yeah, I'll come out of the closet. I watch all these shows. I'm a, I watch every wow. single Real Housewives franchise. I thought you were going to be on my side. Laura. No, no. <laughs> Although I don't, I don't defend them like there's something great you should watch. Um, I used to watch Vanderpump Rules and I actually stopped because it's just it's like really over the top because at least on like the Real Housewives shows there's an element of like wish fulfillment like they live lives that we don't and like you can see them go shopping and like be in like beautiful places and wear beautiful clothes and you know then there's the drama stuff but on um, whatchamacallit on Vanderpump Rules I mean they're all poor waiters with coke addictions it's I had stopped and now having them talk about it all the time it really makes me want to catch up now <laughs> that's hilarious I, I I should go back and say there are some reality shows that have sucked me in but then after a while I just get sick of them because I like saying the same things like Top Chef I really liked that for a while um until it started becoming more obvious that it was script, like kind of, uh, maybe not scripted, but kind of scripted. Um, and I watched uh, Shark Tank for a while and stuff like that. But Ooh, I love the Shark ones Tank. with a lot of drama and people stabbing each other in the backs, I have no interest in that. Yeah. So I'll say if any listeners enjoy The Housewives and other Bravo shows like maybe Southern Charm, there's a great podcast called Bitch Sesh uh, that talks about Real Housewives. Well, you've never heard of it because <laughs> you would hate every moment of it. But uh, it's uh, Casey Wilson of uh, Happy oh, Endings I like her, fame. Though. Yeah, it's her, and then Danielle Schneider, who's another comedian. They they host it, and it's really funny and it's good. Casey Wilson, um, who, former guest of Allison's show. Um, I just read an essay of hers on uh, what is it? Lena Dunham's website called. I think it's called like Lenny Letter or whatever. And mm-hmm. it's really good about anger. I I recommend people go read that. Oh, I'll have to go check but, that out. Yeah, it's really it, it's really interesting. Um, she didn't talk about any of that on Allison's show, but Allison should have her back because there's a lot of stories there, I'm sure. Yeah, Allison so should about- totally have her back too because she had a son right around the same time I did. So she's a new mom and uh, yeah, it would be interesting to hear her talk. So, all right. So neither one of you enjoy when they digress into the Vanderpump. And I love now that they're falling down a Real Housewives rabbit hole because, oh, my God, there are so many seasons of so many franchises <laughs> for them to get into. I love it. Like if Daniel wanted oh, to start a Bravo podcast, I would listen to it. <laughs> Daniel, if you're listening, <laughs> get oh, on yeah, that. Daniel. I, I said this before. I, I don't really care if they talk about it or not i I mean i would prefer they don't but if they're going to jeff needs to play the tv time (laughs) that is true so i have something to listen to. i did see you tweet that today and so now it's noted because allison replied oh yeah she did and um also i was just thinking i my original thought was um when you know people say how can you watch that it's so stupid and i never thought of it like that but i just thought of this i I listen to some rap music that is essentially garbage, like Young Thug or Migos, and it's just nonsense. Like it's never gonna like you know get five mics in the source, but it. I need to listen to something that is 
just kind of filler. Like I don't need to listen to a public enemy record every day and just like feel bummed out about like we're being oppressed by the white man. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I think it's kind of the same thing. You don't want to uh, watch the yeah. news and like get depressed, like just throw on housewives and yeah. You well, know. I do have guilty pleasures, but they're sick. They're like sitcoms, like uh, friends and Roseanne and how I met your mother. Those are my guilty pleasures. Yeah. I feel like, like housewives and like Vanderpump rules, like heroin of TV. Whereas like sitcoms might be like beer, you know, it's like you want to sit down and enjoy yourself. But like when you watch reality TV, like you want to sit on your couch and just totally zone out and like numb out from the world. <laughs> like that, that is what reality TV is for sure. Well, a lot of smart people I know love it. So it, there's something to it. Yeah. I'll I'll say that. And what do you guys think of Jenna's bed bunk guys? Because oh, I was I have laughing. A note on that too. I, I was laughing so Greg hard. Yeah, I couldn't believe that Greg brought it up, and it was so hilarious. <laughs> I had like forgot about that story, and then when she Me started too. talking about it again, and then I was like, "How is there another layer to this onion that she didn't share with us the first time?" No, I know, and I. At first, when Greg brought it up, I was like, what is he talking about? Because I had forgotten all about it. My favorite part of it is her mom. I love her mom. Yeah. I wish her mom yes. was my mom. I wish her mom would come on the show. Oh, yes. But, um, but yeah, her family's reaction to like all come home and get popcorn and just like watch the train wreck is an amazing that is, reaction. That's funny. Yeah. Janae just seems like such a character. I feel like a TV series could be made from her. I feel like someone needs to start a, like, Janae's Toilet Twitter account. <laughs> That's right. Nobody can go to the bathroom in her bathroom. I don't know what kind of tweets this account would, would tweet, but I'm into it. Speaking of accounts, and you can edit this out, but who runs the um, Wendy account? Because that is funny. You know, I don't know who, but... Whenever, whenever you I mention Wendy, we and sometimes if they don't even. The next thing I have written down on my notes is morning sickness, hangover, and as I am currently experiencing that, <laughs> now well, you know I what morning your, sickness. I feel your pain. I know what it's like being a mother now, <laughs> being a pregnant uh, person. The first yeah, trimester yeah. is basically having like, well, it depends on how bad your morning sickness is, but it's basically like having a low grade hangover for three months. It's pretty, pretty rotten. Well, as much as I don't want Allison to be in pain, I just get this feeling of joy every time she mentions a symptom of pregnancy. Yeah, I saw her on Snapchat, like, talking, like, oh, now I'm starting to get symptoms. Oh, boy. Because, like, when she initially, you know, right. you don't, symptoms don't really start until, like, six or seven weeks because, like, your hormone levels aren't high enough yet. So, yeah. Sorry, Allison. This is probably... But it just makes it more real now to me that this is happening. Yeah. And it's all about me, not her. <laughs> <laughs> I did... Another thing I have in my notes um, is I really enjoyed Jenna's indig indignation when <laughs> when Daniel said that people would be surprised to know that uh, Allison's a good driver. When Allison kind of called him on that, um, Jenna's like, what? <laughs> I don't want to sound like a dick, but I also thought Allison was a bad driver. But Me too. I, I have anecdotes that, that, you know, support my theory. Right. She's always complaining about traffic. She mm -hmm. says she hates finding a parking spot. She says she hates parallel parking when there's someone behind yep. her. And 
like just she gets she's bad at directions she's yeah okay. she has a bad sense of direction she wants to tweet all the t- look at her phone or text when yeah. she's driving so i just assumed <laughs> she was bad at driving because of those things oh she says that she doesn't like turning left on a like ways oh, yep. to, to a left and she doesn't like doing that so i just assumed she's a bad driver but then again i think everyone is a bad driver compared to, i think i'm like a great driver i'm like oh look at this idiot <laughs> what are you doing so of course i would think that you but you say so yourself you're a yeah great driver. I am, but what what did you guys think? I I also I agree. I was surprised to learn that she was a good driver. I just loved that Jenna was defending her friend. Like what? What? <laughs> Why would you say that about her? But yeah, I also was surprised. I'm like, oh, I totally expected Daniel to be like, eh, not so great of a driver. <laughs> yeah, and it was one of those things that like I didn't realize I had an opinion about it until they started talking about it, and I was like, oh. Yeah, I right. guess I yeah. was thinking that she was a bad driver. Me too. Yeah, I, I guess I've never spent any time thinking about it either until they were talking about it. And I think it's interesting that Jenna hates to drive. But I would have, I probably would have guessed that Al, that they would have been one of those couples where the guy always drives yeah. just because of like, I don't know, their dynamic and they're how Al is. Yeah, they're very traditional. And Al is also, he seems like a guy that likes to be like in control and he's very organized and he's probably a very precise driver. He probably oh, has yeah. like a lot of opinions on like the rules of the road, et cetera. Um, I didn't necessarily think it was going to be because Jenna didn't like to drive, but I guess it just all probably right. works out very well for them in terms of that dynamic. Another thing that she that they kind of mentioned was uh, she said, you know, when we start our Real Housewives of podcasting, we'll be just limos. And I was just like, make that show. Yes. I would watch that. That would be amazing. (laughs) I have to say, back when Allison was um, on the Corolla Network doing her thing, I could always hear the guys. I assume they were opening up beers. I could always hear the tab. And for the longest time, I was like, what is that noise? And then it hit me one day. Oh, they're opening up They're even, They're even. opening up a can of beer or a can of soda. But I know they drank a lot of beer on her show, so I assumed it was beer. I like when uh, when you could hear Gary and Kaylin through the glass laughing. I yeah. Used to like yeah. yeah, I liked that. Yeah. Now that that, I wonder if me. they know she's pregnant over there. I'm sure they do. Yeah. And I wonder if um, Corolla, I mean, I don't wonder, but it just kind of, I had a thought. I'm like, well, if she was still with them, then they could have at least connected on the twins thing, you know. But that's if Adam's capable of connecting or whatever. <laughs> he would probably be like, <laughs> sorry, Laura, sorry. <laughs> people have twins. Once the bang, bang. <laughs> just throw money at the problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Get a nanny. <laughs> you got a nanny. <laughs> yeah. Olga. <laughs> But uh, see, I know I know enough about him to not like him and to quote some of his stuff. <laughs> um, but really quick, Laura, do you listen to the uh, water cooler with Chris Laxamana? I do not. Have Wait, ever... I thought he had a different podcast. Did he stop it, that called, one? No, it's called Resume, but he has oh. what are called water cooler episodes, which is okay. the Thursday show without Allison. Oh. That's just wrong. And uh, Demian Cordova, who was on a couple episodes ago, had a rant about it. Because um, if you listen to my behind the scenes of Aryan Boyfriend episode, um, I said that I was going to do a actual Hey Go Fuck Yourself to Chris. Right. So a couple people were like, oh, I want to hear that. What was that about? So I told them, you know, he started this that resume podcast and then he started doing these water cooler episodes and now it's like all water cooler i think like it's just all the guys minus allison and this like some new people 
and they just do the Thursday show. And I was like, that's bullshit. Like she obviously didn't invent, you know, sitting around with friends and recording it, but right. it's clear that they just took her thing and did it themselves without her, which yeah. I understand. But um, I was thinking, I don't know, maybe Laura, since you listen to Adam still, if you listen to that. No, because I, I mean, I listened to the old Thursday Gang. And I mean, I liked it at the time. But looking back, I mean, I preferred this iteration of the Thursday show so much more. I feel like Allison is actually talking to her peers now. Whereas, I don't know, I felt like she was just, it just didn't feel, it felt like Allison in this like gaggle of like younger weird guys and I so yeah I don't really have a strong desire to listen to them now I didn't I did enjoy them a lot but I can't go back and listen anymore but I did actually really enjoy them at the time so I still have a hard time knowing which I like better I do think the the newer um the new Thursday gang I like better but I don't know if I'm being fair because you know obviously I'm a little a little annoyed with the other, not super annoyed, but more Gary. But anyway, that's a whole different thing. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like him on Adam's rant about Allison. Yes, I was mad. I was that fine with Chris, but I wasn't TV. happy with Gary. Yeah, because because Chris <clears throat> was just like joking. He just made a joke. Yeah, yeah. but like Gary I made a crockpot actually... meal if you want to come over. Yeah. So I thought that was funny because that was actually kind of making fun of Adam. I thought in a way. But Gary was like, oh, yeah, you're right, Adam. Oh, yeah. And I just wanted to kick him. <laughs> and it did sound like he was, like, kind of being pressured into it. But still, yeah. I'm like, say nothing. Right. Like, he still chimed in when anything. Adam didn't ask him to. He yeah. chimed in when Adam asked him to. But he also chimed in a couple times when he didn't. But he definitely is a yes man to Adam. You could tell that on on Allison's show. So, But I liked Gary before then. Something else I had a note about well, I had about th- this Thursday show. I didn't realize that Greg wanted children badly. Did I hear that right last on this episode? That surprised me too. I thought he said he didn't really care about having kids. That his wife was worried that he would care, but maybe he meant biological. When it was a different episode, so I was really shocked to hear that he really wanted to be a father. I was like, what? Did I hear that right? Yeah, no, I was surprised. And then I was like, how old is he? I wonder how old Ayala is. Like, are they trying? I yeah. mean, my brain just went into hyperdrive. Like, right. Oh, that's interesting. I swear there was an episode where he said he didn't really, it wasn't something that he felt like he needed to do. But I think he just meant he didn't need his DNA. You yeah, know, to I think what he said was, uh, somebody said, you know, aren't you? Af- oh, because Ayala was talking to a friend. And right, she yeah. said he's afraid of, you know, the Heller name living on. He's like, I never said that. But, uh, yeah, I yeah, thought I didn't he said that he... he didn't want kids. That's what I was getting from that episode. So I was surprised by this one. So that was kind of cool and interesting. As long as they're going to do something about it, I guess. If he really wants to be a father, I hope that he can be. I mean, it'll be interesting. Yeah, that'll be fun. I feel like there's going to be a lot of uh, parenting fodder on the pod. <laughs> yes, that's true. Well, um, now they can answer JMOs about parenting stuff. Some people are going to get mad about that. Because <laughs> I always see people complaining to Allison about different things about her show. I'm like, stop it. Yeah, I mean, she can't please everyone. I thought it was funny that the whole thing about Greg being afraid that, to get Allison mad at him by his little quirks on the show. <laughs> um, and then I liked the quote where he said, you know, that I don't want Bono to be mad at me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or Bono, sorry. That I thought that whole bit was funny. But another thing that I had was I thought it was well two things another thing about Greg was 
he's a weird dude. I love him, but he's so weird as far as, and I know he's not the only one, but just, he's kind of extreme about things like telling people, I don't want, I don't feel like having a conversation with you right now. That's a little bit. And then the thing about him in politics, not even discussing it with his wife. Like that seemed like, huh, I can't imagine. Um, yeah, that was strange. I mean, especially because then he, you know, he's like, yeah, I have opinions. I have very strong opinions. Yeah. But I just don't ever talk about them with anybody. I was like, huh? And she wants to. And he's like, no. I'm like, I can't imagine holding back. <laughs> um, and then the last thing I had was, um, I think I sent this as a JMO once, but it never got read. I'm just always shocked by how late people eat dinner in California or on TV. Because she's. they said that the podcast, at the beginning of the podcast, they said it was 830 and 91 degrees. And then towards the end of the podcast, which is about an hour and 15 minutes, plus they stopped for a while um, when they thought the power was going to come back on. And at the end of the podcast, toward the end of it, she said they still needed to eat dinner. (laughs) And I'm like, that means it's after 10 o'clock their time. And they still hadn't eaten dinner. But that's just my own little thing that I noticed. They're like in España or something. Uh, yeah, I, know. <laughs> I know she, she, but she says she doesn't go to sleep till like one in the morning or whatever. So that makes sense. I don't either, but I eat dinner at a, you know, normal person's time, like six but o'clock. Then, well, well, first of all, that's not normal people to me. So <laughs> yeah. it is normal, but, you but got, what you do wow. from six thirty to eight? fucking one in the morning. Aren't you hungry again? Well, that does become a problem. Sometimes I'll have a snack, but I don't eat dinner that late. I think maybe I'm she starving does that. by I'm starving by six or six thirty. I think she doesn't do I think she'll have her dinner late and then nothing else because if she ate dinner like at six or seven Yeah she at be. the end of the podcast she's like, Oh snack time, you know? And yeah McGee would run sweet. rampant. Nibbles. Oh, it's so fun to hear that she's like eating things. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not sure any of us should take our cues about food from Allison. No. And I mean, I, and I mean that with love. You say that with love, <laughs> yeah. yes. But I was thinking about her kid. I'm like, they're going to have to remember to feed the kid because Daniel doesn't care about food. And and Allison has a weird thing with food. Yeah, they're going to have so, to start having more in their house than lean cuisines, lean which cuisines, is a problem yeah. I'm beginning to encounter too. It's just like, oh, I have to have like junky, not junky, but like, you more know, Tim and I, food. we just keep like meat. And, like, vegetables in the house, really. I don't really keep much else. And I'm like, oh, now I have to have, like, things that a child would eat. (laughs) Well, I think the key, at least for me so far, is to have things that I don't like very much. So, like, one of my friends was like, oh, like, a good little, like, little snacky food to give them is goldfish. I love cheddar goldfish. So I bought original (laughs) goldfish. And I don't really, Uh those just taste like nothing. So I was like, oh, perfect. (laughs) Did you, did you guys see the, uh, you guys were talking about Lean Cuisine. Did you see the gift I sent Megan? What was it? Because I know there was a picture, but I didn't know what it was. So we were texting, like, uh, at the beginning of the month. I was like, I was like, what do you want for your birthday? And she's like, nothing or whatever. <laughs> I was like, well, I can't keep giving you, I, we've had this discussion. I can't keep giving Allison-related you Allison-related <laughs> gifts. And she's like, anything else I'll throw away. And, oh, yeah, you couldn't see the text. <laughs> That's right. I was on that. And and you said she said it on the podcast I was on, but you cut it out. Right, and um, so she said, "I said fine, I'll send you a lean cuisine in a box of trivia." But like, what else do you want? <laughs> She's like, and she said, "I'm turning thirty. That's perfect for a thirty year old. Is trivia and lean cuisine?" Is it? 
Yeah, I had them Postmates one lean cuisine, and I wrote in the description whichever you think is most delicious. And <laughs> apparently, it's one that Allison enjoys herself. <laughs> and then a box of Truvia, which I don't know what she's gonna do with that. And then I also had her throw in a, um, a aged Wisconsin cheddar because I know <laughs> I, I tricked uh, Megan into telling me what kind of cheese she likes. I was like, "Hey, I'm trying to get into cheese. Like, what's a good cheese?" No, good. And she's like, "Oh, these are good. These are good. These are good. This is my favorite." And I was like, "Perfect." Smart. <laughs> so I sent her that, and uh, oh, so I. Good. You know what? Um, they were talking about the the boyfriend who went to uh jenna's house after a month of dating oh, yes. and how crazy that was i tricked megan into thinking i was going to california for her birthday oh no it's like i was like hey are you gonna be home at 10 35 and she was like oh. yeah why and she like put like a little scared face emoji <laughs> and i was like i was like uh i'm on my way oh. and then she's like yeah real funny i had to go to work today so whatever <laughs> And I was like, I was like, Megan, don't leave yet. I'm on the 101. I was like, don't go anywhere. And she's like, dude, you're not funny. And I thought that was <laughs> I told her, no, I'm kidding, but I'm, I'm just having a delivery sent. So don't leave. Don't, so no, but don't, actually don't, don't leave. Yeah, don't yeah, go. No, but she, was, <laughs> she, she still didn't want to open the door. Like they're not, they're like knocking. And, and she called me. She was like, um, I'm knocking on the door. I was like, is oh. it number eight? She's like, yeah. I'm like, is there like a Bernie sign in the window? Yeah. I'm like, well, if they don't answer, just leave it on the doorknob. It's fine. She's yeah, like, okay. But yeah, that was fun. You're so you're such a nice friend. Eh, I don't know. But it's good you didn't just show up um, as a surprise. Unexpected guester. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a fan of. Oh, that should be a JMO. I'm not a fan of unexpected guests. I want warning. That's an everyone. Not because I'm not high. Except I know Greg. people who are just like, go ahead and stop it. Who? Except who? Greg. Unexpected guester oh. is his app, right? Mm-hmm. I forgot that he likes that. <laughs> Well, that's still giving notice, like, hey, in one hour, I'm coming to your house. Uh, not totally unexpected. Yeah, not totally unexpected. Yeah, he likes it because it forces them to clean their house Oh, that's right. Real quick. Yeah, so, but he does get warning. I do like having guests for that reason, though. It forces a better cleaning. Yeah, I mean, I'm it like, doesn't, they don't need I hope to be unexpected. Like, we're having friends over this weekend, right. and so we'll clean up. Right, that's <laughs> what I like, yeah. But I don't want someone, oh, hey, I'm here. I'm like, what? No. You didn't. You need to make an appointment with me. Yeah, I remember when I lived in the city, a friend of mine who grew up in another country. Because I don't know, I feel like it's not super common to just pop over to people's houses. And yeah, I remember one day she texted me. She's like, "I'm in Central Park. Like, can I come over to your place?" And I was just like, "Uh," and I like made up a uh, white lie. And I was like, "I'm not home." Yeah, <laughs> that's what I would do. Yeah, that's what I'd do. I'm sorry, I'm not, or I have work I really have to do right now, or something. I would. Usually say no. Even if my house is perfectly clean, clean, I just don't feel, I don't like it. Yeah, it was like a Saturday and I was in my sweatpants and the yeah. place wasn't very clean and I was just like, mm, no. And, and really it's just because I'm a jerk, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk about JMOs. Who wants to go first? So does anyone know what the Jessica one was about? It was like whenever I say oh, the oh, word I Jessica, I sing it and I say like Jessica and like none of them knew what it was right. referring I to. I yep. didn't. Did you, Ravi? Um, so Greg mentioned that there's an Almond Brothers song called Jessica and I know it because it's the theme song to a TV show called Top Gear. But uh, oh, My dad likes that show. <laughs> oh, it's a great show. That must but, be um, it. It's it's a guitar lick. It's like all guitar. I don't think it even has lyrics. So I think they just mean they sing the name Jessica. I don't know. We need to tweet Jessica and find out because 
I had no idea. Yeah, I was like so stumped about that one. So yeah, maybe we should do some Twitter research to see if the person that sent it in clarified what they were talking about, because that was like a true just you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And I think it is okay for them to say, I guess that's just you. But uh, they don't like to say that too much, it seems. (laughs) Leanne, I know you said you didn't uh, write anything. Yeah, I didn't write them down. I'm I'm a bad uh, student of podcasts. The other one I wrote down was from Monday, which was the one about I accelerate after a slow driver in front of me like turns off to like just show that I'm like, yeah, F you. And also it wasn't me being slow. (laughs) Like I said, I think I'm a good driver and no one else is. So, and, and Allison said she'll do the thing where you kind of like, kind of go to the left or to the right so they can see there's a car in front of you slowing you down. Yeah. Why do we That care? sounds like Allison. I do all of those things. I know. But I mean, who, but who cares? I mean, there's traffic all the time. I mean, it's not like they're going to be like, they're going to get your license plate and complain to you or something, you know, <laughs> like, but I do feel like I'm in a hurry. Like you should see, I'm not the one keeping you. Because we... Because we care what people think of us, even if it's just somebody in a different box on wheels. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I don't know. Yeah. And I I mean, I do it especially like if I'm on like a long kind of windy, I'm thinking like country-ish road, you know, and like the speed limits maybe like 35 or 40 and the person is going either at the speed limit or a little bit below it and like a car, like line of cars is piling up behind you. Like that's when I especially will do the like swerve away and like, (laughs) you know, accelerate when they finally turn off kind of thing the one i picked for me uh when in a public restroom find it awkward to use a stall that's just been vacated even if it's the most natural choice among several oh yeah i I relate to to that one i go to the end stall usually because i feel like people choose the everybody probably thinks my way so i'm probably thwarting myself i'm like people probably use the closest one to them so i always try to go to the one at the end is that isn't that usually the handicap stall the bigger one i guess so i don't know because um that's not why but yeah it probably is but yeah i think it's funny because there there do seem to be all of these like unwritten rules about like which stall to use in a bathroom like i always think it's weird and i think guys think this is weird at the urinal too like if there's a huge row of empty ones and i'm in one of them if a person comes in and then like chooses the one right next to me that seems strange right it seems like they should or like, you know, same thing if like you're in yeah. a meeting, like you're in a conference room and there's like all these free chairs and like the person just sits down right next to you. Like, it always, I don't know why we like don't want to be close to other people. But, you know, that's interesting. If I'm at a meeting and somebody sits next to me, I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> you get your buddy. I don't have to sit by myself. I don't have to look like a loner. <laughs> Something like uh, that urinal situation just happened to me, but it was the opposite. I was at a urinal. There was the two next to me were empty and the guy chose a stall and I felt slightly offended. I'm like, you don't want to stand one urinal away from me, sir. Fine. Go be in a stall. I felt offended. (laughs) That's funny. And about the car thing, I'm just, this kind of has nothing to do with it, but I will say that I don't drive, but I have a lot more road rage than my husband. (laughs) I'm always like hunk at him and he's like no that doesn't that doesn't seem like a good idea I'm like but yeah I'm always like just hunk at him <laughs> that's really funny because he, he's like just being too what's happening or like you tell like, like slow down or you stop short down or, or something. yeah or there's like 
the card jerks or whatever. And I, yeah, and he'll and I'm like, ah, that's the other thing I do. I say, like, like if he stops suddenly, he can see why he's stopping, but I don't. But I get all like ner- tensed up, <laughs> like what's going on? But yeah, I will tell him to honk at people. He doesn't. I've never heard him honk at anyone actually. But you know what? Really. Even even when people do no? dumb things, I I have a rule. I don't honk unless the light is green and you haven't gone. And with that, I'm like crazy. Like the light is green. I'm like on <laughs> That's horn, the thing like that gets ready. You. But That's if someone does something stupid, I just I don't like. There's been many times that I've like avoided a serious accident and I don't even beep because like it's like why? What's the point? That's they know what they're he fucked says. up. And he just doesn't want to tick anyone off on the road. He just doesn't think that's a good idea. I think that about does it for this episode of the Best Friends fan cast. Thank you guys so much for being on. And uh, Laura, where can we find you? So if you would like to find me on Twitter, I am at Bingo Pajamas. And as was mentioned at the top of the podcast, I also have a podcast. It is parenthood related and it is called Hey Mama. And you can find us wherever you listen to your podcasts or at Hey Mama Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And it really is a good podcast. Um, There's a little TMI sometimes. (laughs) Like I don't know you that well, Laura, but I've heard some things that I don't feel. And now he does know you better. Um, but yeah, check that out. It's actually a really good podcast. Um, you guys do great, and it sounds really good. That um, is all up to my co-host, Caitlin. She has learned sound engineering and gotten really into it. So <laughs> I okay. can't take any credit for that. This is very awkward to tell you, mm. but can I tell you what I just heard on your, I think it was the Mother's Day episode, that had <laughs> me dying? Sure. You were talking about nipple shields, <laughs> and you said, I've got some Tiggo bitties, and Homeboy was having a, having a hard time, or something like that. I was at work like, Jesus Christ, I died. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. It's but, true. Uh, there is a very funny me? picture that I cannot share publicly because you can see my naked. Well, I guess I could. It doesn't really matter. But my son was very small when he was born. He was born three weeks early and he was, um, I don't know, they call it uteral growth restrictions. He was in like the third percentile of weight. So he was five and a half pounds. And so his head was so tiny. And there's a Aww. picture of me trying to breastfeed him on like the first day. And like my boob is just like four times the size of his head. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, so the poor guy, he had this little tiny mouth and he just like did not know what to do. (laughs) And uh, Leanne, where can we find you? You can find me at Leanne, L-E-E-A-N-N-M Ward, W-A-R-D, on Twitter. Um, I write for a site called Country Universe, and we don't write about crap. Like, well, we do write about Florida Georgia Line, but not nicely. Um, we we like real country music, and I just got to see Dolly Parton last Saturday, and it was awesome. So I'll be writing a review for that when I'm not lazy soon. If you want to find me, you can find me at RMC Guitars. Follow Lisa, the actual host of this show, <laughs> at JMOs and BFFs. Um, And as always, you know, support Allison and everyone on the show and all their ventures. um, And I just bought an Allison t-shirt finally. I'm not even a t-shirt wearer, but I still bought it. I'm wearing it right now for pajamas. Is that wrong? I am wearing it, my shirt right now. It's so comfy. 
yeah, yeah, they're really great. One more thing I wanted to say was we need to all start telling her that we want the Patreon thing to go up because I really want to see what those are and I want to be a supporter. And I'd rather do it on Patreon than PayPal. Anyway. I, I actually just started uh, being a PayPal uh, supporter uh, like a month ago. So yeah. I will also be doing the Patreon thing. I can't wait to see the rewards either. Yeah, that, that's exciting to me. Yeah, um, and, and I, I support another podcast on Patreon and I find it to be really easy and great. I get like an email every time there's like special content or other things happening there. So I like Patreon a lot. So I'm definitely excited for Allison to set it up. And that's usually what um, Lisa will say is to support Allison on PayPal and Amazon and, you know. Yeah, and subscribe in iTunes. Go give Allison yes. a review. Five stars is her favorite number. That's right. You guys are doing a great got- job for me. <laughs> um, also, We're just hoping you remember. <laughs> yeah. And also, if you have some vacation coming up, maybe September 23rd through the 25th, you can come to LA PodFest where there are many great podcasts, including Allison's doing live shows. And if you would like to send Allison and Daniel a congratulatory message, please email that. Record it on your phone anyway. It doesn't matter the format. Don't worry about it. Yes. Yeah. And so if you have an iPhone, there's an app that comes installed called Voice Memos. And you can use use. that app. You just hit record, record it, and then you can send it via email through the app. If you have Android, I don't know something off the top of my head, but I'm sure there's something very similar. Send them to Lisa. BFFancast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week with your regular host. And uh, thank you guys, and goodbye. Bye.